0: You're listening to the Pints and Provisions Podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to. I can't remember. Welcome back, everybody. We've got Evan here, Pints and Provisions podcast episode twenty one. Mark is here. Ryan is here. Evan. Um, We are joined with Chris, who is the founder, proprietor, owner of Dags, which is a it's called Dice Angle Uh, Games. Games. That's right. It's kind of what it shorts for. But um, I know I've seen it here at Poor Brothers. We are recording here at Poor Brothers. Uh, i've seen him in other places in town so it'll be kind of fun to hear his story how that all game came to be and uh where you guys are going from there dags with a z with a z dags like 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 dem boys and stuff (laughs) so nice example yeah sorry (laughs) i'm trying to be so hip with the crowd um but we're going to start with our beers of the week chris why don't you go ahead and go first
1: well, first of all, thanks for having me, you guys. Uh, happy to be here with you. I have a beer. You guys may have to help me on the pronunciation, but Sagatook. Is that the brewery? S- S- yeah.
2: Sagatook, so- yeah. Sagatuk, Sagatook, yep. something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and it's the blueberry maple stout, and it's phenomenal.
2: Nice. I highly recommend it. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Southwestern Michigan. Right, right. Yep. It's like right they up do, there in the bend once you start going up yep. towards uh, up, up along the, the coast. Mitten. Yeah, That's up right. the
0: mitten, up the pinky yeah. of the mitten. That's right. <laughs> Okay. And they,
1: they do carry it here at Friar Tuck as well. I'll,
2: awesome. I'll
0: I think I've that seen out. that. Isn't that the one that has the Neapolitan? They yeah. do the Neapolitan. Two.
2: That's the only one I've had. Um, and it's pretty good had, stuff. They've, they make good stouts. That's all right. All I've had by them. Ryan, you want to go next? Yeah, so uh, I was up in a uh, little bit north of Saugatuck, um, kind of central west Michigan, um, celebrating the 4th of July, and uh, to watch some World Cup games on thursday i had uh three floyd's uh marshmallow Hanji 2018 wow oh know i've had that on uh our dark lord day uh, uh event uh podcast before but uh it was pretty hard to top that since i believe uh i'm a firm believer that it's the best beer on the planet in the world <laughs> ever, in made? The ever. ever made universe ever made ever in the history um, of the world it's, uh, in my opinion it's the best beer in the world ever made on the planet But uh, it was fantastic. (laughs) It was a little early in the afternoon, so I had to drink it pretty slow, basically, over the whole soccer game. Right. What's the APV on that one? It's about 15%. Woo! Yeah, (laughs) big boy. It comes in 25-ounce bottles, so I split it with a couple guys that are up at the lake with us. Um, So we kind of sipped on that and uh, just kind of enjoyed the soccer games on a beautiful day out on a lake um, right with our wives and uh, it was a good time so so
1: is that one uh, limited release then as well
2: yeah this year they made about 3,000 bottles so I did get that at Dark Lord Day Um, sometimes in the past it's in the like six seven hundred so it just kind of depends it changes every year but you got to get it at the festival that day so it's uh, extremely hard to get and it was a special occasion for the fourth of July and uh, wanted to crack it fresh and America the vanilla was (laughs) popping it was really really good
0: yeah, and it's a it's a yeah it's a pretty hefty beer, especially on a hot day. So, cheers for enjoying that on the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, wow. All right, Mark.
3: Well, mine is not that exciting at all. Um, How so, do you follow that one? Yeah, exactly. So, mine's pretty simplistic, but that's all right. Sometimes simplistic is a good thing. Yes. So, we had some friends over for uh, a cookout, just a real s- simple cookout, just burgers on the grill, and uh, we actually cracked uh, the, the some. Uh, a six pack of the Founder's Solid Gold. It's an American style lager. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just it hit the spot. You know, you're out there grilling and those were going down nice and smooth. It was it was a nicely done lager. Yeah,
1: yeah. definitely something if you're going to drink a lot of, you can you can follow those ones up definitely.
3: Yeah, I think it, I think it weighed in at like um 4.6 I think so yeah compared to uh Ryan's 15 plus yeah
0: <laughs> yeah but that's crushable like you can oh, yeah. you can handle that on a hot day you can handle that grilling and not really
3: and you know and drinking a lot of stouts and of the uh, hazy IPAs that usually weigh in somewhere yeah. on this yeah. seven eight range those were those were going down really smooth nice nice it's, it's good to lighten it up yeah time, it is for yeah sure. And, you know when it's hot it just it hit the spot
0: Yeah, and and I think some of the um, microbreweries are starting to put out, you know, especially like Founders, um, Firestone Walker put out some really good pilsners Mm -hmm. and uh, lagers that, you know, for this time of year is really good. Mine, uh, actually I had it last night. Uh, This is not the first time I've had it, but it was the Boone Brewery out of uh, Belgium, the uh, Black Label Goose, it's the Boone Goose, and uh, I was invited by my partners at work over for a dinner. Just kind of an informal dinner um, and talk about a beer that if you drink with a bunch of wine people, they really enjoy. It's got a ton of bone dry, you know, kind of straw flavor to it. Goes well with, you know, foodie type food. Oh, for sure. So he's a very good cook. And so bringing over something like that, I think, complimented it well. So I just I mean, I just loved that beer last night. Now that we've enjoyed a few beers, uh, I think we've got a couple at the table, but um, what we want to do a little bit later is maybe get a little blind tasting. I know we've got some friends here watching, so they want to try to stump us and try to get us to think on our on our toes with what we're drinking. That's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun. So, Chris, you'll enjoy that. Um, it just kind of gets, uh, gives you an opportunity to not know what you're drinking, not see the color of the beer that you're drinking, and just talk about how it tastes. Um, it kind of takes all those senses away.
3: Yeah, that's... <laughs> It's harder than you think. So it's we've been uh, we've been stumped many times. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I was just about to time. say
1: there's nowhere near. I'm sure my pal is not as refined as you gentlemen in, in that realm. So uh, it
0: would be interesting. Well, we've we've managed to embarrass ourselves a couple <laughs> times too. So no worries. Definitely. So has anybody else had an opportunity to play this game? Not yet. No, nope. talking
2: about it a little bit and. I actually never knew before what it was so uh, I was a little nervous to come up here and check it out and uh, I'm anxious to learn how to play it. Yeah, yeah.
0: For sure. Um, we had been at Obed and Isaac's here on Friday night and they have one um, and I noticed that you have custom done these for like Poor Brothers and again over at uh, Obed and Isaac's but you know I kind of had an idea of how to play the game mm-hmm. and I even got my six-year-old to play it with me so that was neat because uh, it seems like all ages are able to grasp the concepts.
1: That's definitely true. The demographic is such a wide range. Um, So I have a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old, and both of them enjoy playing. And, you know, we'll lay it down. So what you saw at the breweries is kind of my custom bar edition. But uh, there's a home edition as well, so a tabletop edition that really can go with you anywhere. And we'll throw it on the living room floor, and my 4-year-old and 7-year-old will play and have a ball with it. I'll also say my 72-year-old dad, um, he'll, he'll <laughs> stand and play with anybody, um, hold his own, and whoop your butt at a couple <laughs> <of> games. <laughs> <It's probably awesome.
2: laughs> so you have a custom bar edition at home, I assume? I have plenty of editions <laughs> at home. I have a, a really... First, first edition, last edition, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a
1: really sweet Blackhawks one that I made uh, just because a huge Blackhawks fan. I wanted to make one that looked like the rank... So it's got advertisements oh, nice. oh, cool. along the boards and, Very cool. you know, the awesome. Center Ice logo so, and things like that. I think, Chris, what, what I'd
3: like to know is maybe just back up all the way and kind of, you know, maybe start us with the beginning. Like, obviously, is this something that uh, you are, or came up with? Like, you know, what what's that concept look like? Maybe just yeah. back it all the way up and start from there. I'm
1: happy to. Uh, <clears throat> so it really starts... I guess really with the the family and the friends that that I, you know, in and around, we're we're kind of a social bunch of characters. If you read my story online, it's it's really we'll we'll play anything, right? Uh, I don't know if you folks are familiar with a game called Ship Captain Crew, but it's just a dice game with five dice, really simple game, and we'll sit there and play that for hours. Uh, Definitely here in the Midwest, we call it bags. On yeah. um, the coast, they call it cornhole, cornhole. Mm-hmm. but that's that's been huge. I, I've probably played that since I was you know fourteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. and we would break out the halogen lights, you know, and keep a game <laughs> going until like midnight or the cops got called. One of the two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know just other odds and ends of games that have come about over the years. You know, you got the ladder ball, you got washers or things like that. I remember making a custom game of washers for my dorm room, and we'd play it inside the lobby of the dorm and bust those heavy washers (laughs) off the brick walls and (laughs) things like that. But in (laughs)
2: Illinois – Until the cops get called. yeah, (laughs) There you go. That's how all the stories
1: usually end. But in Illinois, you deal with the weather and, you know, you name it, right? The season's got its own drawbacks. Even in the summer – it's ninety-five degrees out, blazing hot. No one wants to be out there playing beanbags. Right. It's just it's too much effort, too much sweat, your beer gets too warm, you know, that kind of thing. And it was it was kind of the, the elements that brought about the need for a different game. But the idea was really born. My wife and I were down in Riviera Maya at a Zach Brown concert. It was like a four day event. Cool. We were playing a lot of bocce ball on the on the beach, and I, I kind of woke up one morning and I was like, you know, I need to make a. Why isn't there a mini bocce table? You know, you play with marbles or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, quickly, that idea before it ever made it to prototype became something that. All right, that sounds pretty messy, <laughs> sand and you know, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll get rid of the sand, and then I was thinking, yeah, the marbles are just going to keep rolling around, that's, that's, you know, not going to work out. Right. Right. If your table's not perfectly level or something. So I kind of went from there to just drawing on a piece of paper what I thought it would be, and um, what you see today is really close to my first concept schematic on a piece of paper. Um, I had the idea, and one night I just went in the garage. Uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, so Joe and Shannon, they were uh, they were headed down uh, from the Shorewood area, Minooka Shorewood, and there there was going to be a couple hours before they got there. And my wife saw I was in the garage, Tinker Inch. What are you doing? She <laughs> thought I was crazy, just plum crazy with. You know, I'm always kind of an idea man. Most of them are bad ideas, but I, I was solid that this one was a good idea. Yeah, you're good for, like,
0: two in ten, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, nonetheless, I, I kind of saw it through and put, put that first unit together. And my brother-in-law and I, we played it for four hours the first night, drinking beers, having a good time, playing it. And he thought right away, you, you have something. This is a winner. This is fun. This is super fun. I could see it um, you know, in a lot of different places. It was small enough. That, that was the other thing, right? It bags, albeit portable, are not that portable. Even if you bring them to a tailgate, you right, got to right. spread, oh, yeah.
3: spread out.
2: You got to spread
1: out. You kind of interrupt the people that are directly around you because you're trying to play a game of bags. and
2: They can't walk in front of you or things like that. right? right?
1: Yeah, you know, and uh, you're really only talking to the person to your immediate left. Yep, <laughs> yep, The two people down 30 feet the other end, you're not really having a lot of conversation with. And that was the other thing. This was this was super portable, right? It could go anywhere. You could bring it inside. You could get it out of the elements. You play it in your garage. You can play it in your house. Bring it to a tailgate. Perfect in a bar setting as we are here yeah. in Port Brothers. and. You know, it, it, it hasn't changed much from that original design other than I only had one goal on the original design, so it was a two-player kind of all playing in the one direction. Yep. And I added a, a second end to the game, so you could play it with two or four players. I got you. But the concept, uh, just to kind of give you an idea of the rules of the game, it, are very similar to bags or Cornwall. So if you understand that game... Super intuitive to figure out how to play this game. Um, you know, if you take a look at you know a picture of the game online or you happen to see it in person, you'll see that there's a goal down the end. It's, it's really just a rectangular board. It's, it's got a goal down one end where it's protected by a, a little bit of a barrier. So you don't have direct access to the goal. Yep. You've got to navigate around the kinda goal. Like,
0: kind of like a goalie.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and that's that's kind of you got to find your angles um, to to navigate around. You got to find a bank shot and kind of circumnavigate that barrier to get into the goal. And and there's a a square a surround or the squares the the pit is surrounded by a, a square. The pit is worth three points, and the square is worth a point. And it could be any part of the die in the square is worth a point so you play it just like you do beanbags you each get four dice these are um just to describe for you they're not your regular dice they're just blank um so yep. just colored dice okay and so the the spots on the dice you know there's there is none and the, so those don't mean anything okay so there's no no uh, severe math that you have to do oh so. sweet
0: perfect <laughs> for bars and perfect Very for easy. plenty of beers oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when you're doing a lot of drinking, you don't have to try and figure things out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, and you cancel each other out, and you know you play to twenty-one just like you do in bags.
3: So we're we're looking at uh, the one here at Poor Brothers right now, and uh, roughly, what are the dimensions? It looks like maybe like eighteen by four foot or something like
2: that, or kind of looks it? like a foosball table just without the the handles a there you bit, go yeah. right? maybe yeah. a little bit smaller than that but.
1: yeah the footprint the footprint is very similar to the foosball table okay um you you get maybe a, a little less square footage that you need because the handles on the foosball table come out and you need sure. plenty of room to to work those handles but mm-hmm. um the bar edition you're right it's it's just under four feet long and about two feet wide it no. stands just at table height. So the okay. bottom of the DAGs board is about thirty two inches.
3: Now on the cool. on the side here there's a little handle. It looks like maybe there's some washers. Is that for counting and keeping score?
1: Yep. That's your scoring slider. Even better. I don't have to, yep. I don't have to remember Very that. Very convenient. <laughs> yep, so the bar additions, those those are optional, but those do come uh, this one in Poor Brothers does have a scoring slider and I even put um, for every fifth one is a bigger washer, so you can okay. you can actually, just by looking down quickly, um, tell what the score is.
0: Nice, nice. Um, and so I, I like the idea that, you know, you've got this edition. If you had, like, a home bar and you had room, you put that there. But then mm-hmm. that uh, tabletop one, you can literally take anywhere and not have a lot of room um, to take up, like, in your tailgate or anything like that. And so you could put it literally anywhere and you wouldn't have to if you didn't want to you didn't you couldn't you could kind of come in at a very easy entry level and Absolutely. be able to play this.
1: Yeah, the the one here at Poor Brothers is as you guys can see is is custom laser engraved with the Poor Brothers logo That's awesome. and you know that gets up there in price certainly, but the the tabletop is very reasonable. It's 9850 ship to you. I'm, and I'm that's, thinking
3: one with the pints
2: and provisions logo would look, <laughs> would look pretty good.
0: Yeah, we can put that in your in your basement, Mark. There we go, sure. There you go. H-
1: happy to do one for you guys, <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> and I was
2: just looking. This is pretty easy. You can just order this online right on playdags.com. It's pretty uh, user-friendly, I guess I would say. So, I mean, that makes it pretty convenient if anyone wants to uh, take a little gander and snag it, snag a an order or two. Yeah. And you're, Sorry, yeah, and, and you're from
0: the area. Are these made
1: here? Yep. So... They're made in the US. Um, I, I have a supplier that does a few of the operations for me out in Oregon, Illinois, yep. so close to the source of the wood, uh-huh. able to get a little bit cheaper like that. And then I do all the custom engraving and all that stuff. So um, yes, made in the USA, um, as you guys were saying earlier, America, and, and we're you know <laughs> proud of that. And you know not too many uh, things certainly are kept here. And we're, you know, we kind of looking at that as a competitive advantage for us too. Is you we're know, trying to promote. Hopefully, someday we're big enough to employ a lot of people. And I could,
3: I could see this blowing up, Chris. I mean, I could, I, I can envision this walking into any bar or sports bar or anything like that. Anywhere that we've seen the typical things, like anything from pool tables to, um, you know, what's the uh, the the, the, the shuffleboard, shuffle yeah. yeah. So anything, that, it fits right in that. So yeah. I get to see, like, so you got that. Especially since it doesn't
2: take up much space either. Right. Yeah. it
3: It nice. doesn't, doesn't take up much room. There's multiple player options. Um, and then you're talking about the portable side of it, too. Mm-hmm. You could take this on vacation with you, tailgating. Yeah, I I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, we were we were lucky enough to be a sponsor at this year's Craft Brewers Conference down in Nashville. Oh, nice. Oh, it was, it was such a blast. Um, outside of the... The, the fun you know drinking that started at 11 a.m. every day <laughs> and uh, uh, plenty of craft beers to, to you know taste uh, amongst the week but we we had an opportunity to talk to tons of different microbrewery owners right all across the U.S. but but globally as well I was really surprised at the global representation at the show but nearly all of them talked about hey my tap room doesn't have a lot of space yeah. This to be perfect for my tap room oh you know we we don't have tvs we like to create a social setting right, where right. people are here to talk and here to visit and here to meet new people and all right. oh, this is a perfect game for that so a lot of different things that that i believed as you know kind of owner inventor that um you know i got validation on down at the show and, yeah, and i was really awesome. proud of that a lot of interest in, you know, working on some units right now for for folks that ordered following the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's got to be a huge audience and venue to capture, especially for the demographic you're looking for. And then that'll really kind of spread from there. Um, I th- you have any more opportunities to go to... You know, home brewing conferences, yeah, there was uh beer just, conferences. Yeah, there was
1: just a home brewers conference in Portland, Portland Oregon. Yeah. Right. I wish I would have been able to pull that off. I still work a full time job at Caterpillar, so I do this. This is my side hustle. Nice um, right now and hopefully, you know, someday it gets legs of its own and mm-hmm. I'm able to to move into cool. that. But definitely looking at being at denver next year for the craft brewers conference again that'd be huge oh man that'll i mean as far as craft brew locations go that's one of the best yeah and, uh, i'm really excited about going out there for that one um uh, hopefully doing so with a little bit more help next year i hope we've grown a little bit and it's um uh, you know not just myself and my partner but because uh, we did a lot of, we did everything. We hand carried all of our stuff into the show this year. Um, it was it was yeah. quite the ordeal. Right. We 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 felt uh, small time in a really big time place. Um, we had a, a beautiful setting. You could look right out the window and the Bridgestone Arena, where the Nashville Predators play, uh-huh. cool. right out back of the window. And you know, if you know Nashville. I was really nice craft brewery scene in Nashville too. Oh yeah, we we were lucky enough to do a couple uh, units for some breweries in Nashville. We did Yazoo Brewing. Yeah, um, which has you know been
2: around for quite a long time. Oh, yeah, Yazoo Sue, one of the yeah one of the best smoked porters I've ever had for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then we did Blackstone Brewing Company. Okay, and then we did Tennessee Valley Brewing Company, which is a little outside of Nashville, but. We brought all three of those units down with us, and you know we we're able to kind of show our abilities to do those custom units. Very sure.
2: cool. Yeah. How long do most of them take to make, typically?
1: So we we've got enough orders right now where we're about six week backlog. Um, okay. Wow. And it's kind of growing. Yeah. So
2: mm-hmm. good
1: problem to have. <laughs> it is, and it isn't. Uh, it's a little bit stressful, but I think there'll be a threshold here. We'll 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 likely cross over into you know being able to scale a little bit more by adding some resources and, and things like that, or, or um, sourcing a couple more of the operations out. So we do all the finish work and, and that stuff, certainly, I'd like to be on the creative end and not so much on the, the finish work end, I, you know, yeah. if we can be doing the custom, the customization and then that's that's it and just getting the
0: units out to people, that, that would be my per, uh, preference. Sweet. Well, I can't wait. We'll have to um, crack a beer here once we're done, and we can play this a little bit, and you can show us, uh, show us how to play that.
1: A couple new things that we got going on. Um, so first of all, the game was patent pending, so I didn't mention, but it, when the idea was born almost two and a half years ago, and it started that patent process mm-hmm. around that same time. And we were lucky enough to just receive our U.S. patent. Yay, yeah, cool. congrats. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. June 12th was the official date. So we're going to have a, a Peoria patent party. Oh, cool. nice. We're going to do a little bus tour, and we're going to visit each of the locations that has a, a custom bar edition. Actually, Oliver's in the Heights over here mm-hmm. is, is going to have one by this weekend. So... Yeah. That'll be the the newest addition in the Peoria area. And uh, hopefully, you know, that Peoria patent party, we're going to do a lot of different giveaways and swag and uh, contests and things at each of the locations, and it should be a blast. So look for us on social media talking about that. And then we also have uh, a DAG's phone app coming, a mobile game (laughs) app. So another way to kind of build our following I'll show you guys here in a little bit it, but cool. it's pretty slick played in the airport yeah oh nice exactly. nice yeah cool. so we got version one of that coming probably by nearing the end of this month um, and it I'm the only one that has it right now but it's I'm already addicted to playing it so, yeah it's got some pretty nice features right now it's just uh, you against the computer mm-hmm so kind of homage to back in the day where yeah. uh, that's all you had right and uh, but it is very, I'm super impressed with the company that I've worked with to do it, The graphics are amazing. Yeah. And it really does bring the game to life. So, you know, rather than trying to explain it to someone, you know, looking at a picture or something like that, you can show them kind of yeah. on the game virtually how it's played. That's cool.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, your website is playdags.com, and that's Dags with a Z-D-A-G-Z, so playdags.com. Mm-hmm. I know the website's really well done. It's easy to navigate. You can check out your story. You can order. You know, what, yeah, anything I'll else give on credit the website? To,
1: I'll give credit to Shopfront Creative on that one. Uh, if, if you're familiar with that local business, um, Shannon is the best. She's done a great job. She did Poor Brother's website. She did my website, and she's just phenomenal um well i think one other one other thing i'd like to uh, suggest is we got some new videos coming from uh, move film who's worked on some stuff for for rob and nathan for Slowhand, slow hand which oh, is nice. coming here cool and so they've done some video and some stills for them and and that's the thing, you know. We're keeping it local. We're trying to, you know, local businesses feeding one another, and that mm-hmm. part of the reason why I really appreciate you guys' willingness to do the podcast with me today, or inviting me. Um, you know, I'm happy to do it, but I think it's another credit to staying local and yeah. helping Love it. local businesses grow. So, Move Film, I'm really looking forward to that. They're going to do some really sl- slick stuff with some cool little videos. Some 20-second spots that'll go out on Instagram and some, oh, cool. yeah. some uh, you know, tutorial kind of videos that'll help people understand how to play and kind of teeing it up for the holiday season, which is right around the corner.
0: Amazingly so. It is right <laughs> around the corner. I know. <laughs>
1: what happened to 2018. It's yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a really fun story. Um, and I think we've had a lot of fun you know, hearing about how that came to be. Um, I know we'll be looking out for it a lot more here in Peoria, especially at the locations that I've already seen it at, which is Obed and Isaac's. Oliver's coming up, here mm-hmm. at Poor Brothers. Where else?
1: Industry Brewing Company. That's as well. right, Industry. Yeah, and Travis over at Industry has been really wonderful to work with. Uh, so all those locations, hopefully, will will sponsor the Batten Party and. We'll be giving out some T-shirts with the sponsors on them, and, and doing you know some really fun stuff over here. Yeah, and that'll be exciting. Yeah, hopefully um, maybe targeting end of August, something like that. will be cool. uh, on a Saturday night, and we'll we'll end it here at Poor Brothers. Um, hopefully with uh, a nice, you know, they'll, they'll probably already have a band ready oh, to yeah. play, and it'll be a great time.
0: Yeah, you'll have a you'll have a deck full, and they'll be ready to <laughs> play, and. Yeah, that'll be great. I'm sure that the weather by that time of year is going to be way better than it is today. Yes. Right? Yeah,
1: hopefully it's not 95 in the end of August on a a Saturday night. Yeah. All
0: right, so where else can people, other than the website, you're on Instagram? Yep, so on
1: Instagram, hashtag PlayDags. Okay. So spelled the same as you did earlier, P-L-A-Y-D-A-G-Z. And then uh, we just started uh, a Twitter handle as well. Um, We are... Unfortunately, played eggs was taken, so we are for played eggs. Okay. Um, so a little different on, on the Twitter handle, and then we're looking to be on Amazon here um, pretty shortly as well. So, oh, very nice. Yeah, as of right now, the only place you can order it is um, at our website, but hopefully Amazon shortly, and that'll it'll hopefully broaden the audience quite a bit. Yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah, awesome.
0: Well, you'll definitely uh, catch some pictures on our Instagram and Facebook feed and also Twitter. Um, So I know Mark will take some fantastic photos of uh, the set so you can kind of get an idea as you're listening what uh, what this looks like if you haven't already checked out their website. So uh, we're going to take a short little break, and we're going to try to do a little blind taste testing here with uh, Chris. So uh, we'll uh, see everybody back. Don't forget... Um, on ours, you can, again, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we're also on hoppedupnetwork.com. So I think sometimes people, we had somebody here just ask us, hey, what, how, do, how do I listen to a podcast? Well, one of the easiest ways is if you just strictly go to hoppedupnetwork.com. You don't have to have, you know, your own um, uh, podcast um, player or feed. Um, you can just go to the website, listen to any of the podcasts that are on there straight off the website. Um, But unless, uh, unless, if you don't do that, you can also check it out on Stitcher. We're on Spotify now, uh, iTunes, and Google Play. So pretty much any place you get podcasts. All right. We'll see you back here in a moment.
1: Have you ever sat down at a local craft brewery and wondered how they got started, what the owner or head brewer is like, what kind of culture they have there, or what you should have to eat or drink? Behind the Hops is a podcast that answers those questions and tells the stories of the people and events that bring us the delicious potables that we all love. Check out Behind the Hops on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find your podcasts, and get a closer look at the people that bring us some of the best beverages we've ever
0: had. Alright, we're back for our second half. We've got the um, Turntable Tuesdays going on, so... Um, I know we can't specifically talk about the music because we don't want any copyright infringements. Um, So we'll just kind of drown that stuff out with what we're talking about. Um, Ryan, tell us what you're going to be doing this week.
2: Yeah, on Thursday I will be flying to Boston for a bachelor party for the weekend. And uh, me and a couple friends are getting there uh, a little bit early. So we're going to be landing in Boston at 11 a.m. and going straight to Treehouse we should get there in time for their open at noon. Um, we'll spend a couple hours there, get some cans to go. Uh, they have six different variants of Double Shot on draft. Hopefully they'll uh, keep those tapped and have those available on Thursday. And then we'll head to Trillium afterwards where uh, they have some on-site bottles and should have some growlers and cans to go as well. So. Um, I'm a little uh, fidgety tonight just in anticipation of uh, this (laughs) trip coming up.
0: So this is the second, like, your bachelor party was out there. This is the second time that you've been out there for a bachelor party.
2: Yeah, but mine was focused in Vermont. I flew into Boston and went to Trillium, but I couldn't make it to Treehouse. Uh, At the time, they were not open more than a couple days a week.
0: Right, Um, right.
2: So now I think they're open maybe all but Monday or maybe every day of the week. And so... uh, couple of our buddies once it was finalized. I think on our one of our first podcasts, we right. said it was going to be Portland or Boston, um, both great okay. beer destinations. So couple of the, the beer guys that are going all said, hey, we'll uh, make sure to beat the groom there by at least a couple hours and do some beer things before we get the bachelor party started. So. Yeah.
0: And you're going to be meeting up with our buddy, Tim.
2: I'll be meeting Tim on Thursday, and uh, hopefully we'll do a little recording um, on site at Treehouse and possibly a Trillium as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I want to give a shout out to Tim. He sent us uh, some beers, specifically we're sipping on this one called A Perfect Day for Banana Fish thanks he- tim thanks tim and this is uh henry and fran brewing company uh this is out of uh it's canned brewed canned and distributed by henry and fran brewing company they're in west boylston i'm gonna probably I that's right boylston no massachusetts sounds good uh abv 6.7 it's a haze bomb juicy ipa so what do you guys think about this
2: Nicely nice. done.
1: Yeah, it's crisp in the front and it doesn't really linger or anything
0: like that. So
2: it's got a nice nice bitterness to it too. Yeah. This is a good combination of like the, the juicy IPA but was still with that bitter backbone. I mean this is really good.
0: Yeah, and it's got a nice light backbone. Um, it's not it's not so opaque and cloudy that it looks like chicken broth, kind of hazy, but. Um, nice uh,
2: floral hops on the nose too.
0: Yeah, it does have a good bitterness at the end, which it I does. do.
2: I, I really, I really like this.
0: And I think Tim told us that this brewery um, probably makes so little that they usually do like an, an event bright, ticketed release for any of their cans or any wow. of their releases. So just to because, avoid
2: people lining up and then potentially yeah. not getting cans, it's basically if you get a ticket online, then you can then go you can use show that up. to buy some buy some beer to go uh, at the brewery.
0: Yeah, so that's really awesome of him to share that with us. Um, so, cheers to Tim! Uh, hope you have fun seeing him. I know, you know, we got together with him a summer or so ago for a little bottle share. So, all right. So, the last thing we want to do for uh, this episode is do a little blind taste testing. Um, one of our friends, Calvin, um, Tony, and Aaron. And Aaron. Uh, Calvin's been with us on a previous podcast of Dark Lord Day, so again, we can't see what we're drinking. We can just smell it and taste it. Um, chocolate.
1: Coffee. Yep. Both. I get yep. lots of coffee yep. and good coffee. Maybe, maybe some bourbon in there, a
0: little bit. Yeah. Some age, something. It's still kind of cold.
1: Feel, I'll feel a high APV on this one.
0: Is this I song? don't.
1: Don't look at the wall, Evan.
3: No, no, no. Yeah, I know. I'm,
0: like, lined up directly I mean, across from the I don't wall. Know if, this
3: is. if this is on the wall over there, I'm really, really impressed.
2: It has been impossible to sit here for an hour with 30 taps on the I wall. And none of us
3: can look at I it like, see I
2: kind of glance. I'm like, no, look away, Waiting look for away. This blind taste test. So.
0: I thought this would be a good place to do it. Uh, Phil, um, you know, I think he's going to like having uh, a little fun with us when we come down here. And uh, as long as we're still allowed to come... You know, back and record. Uh, I'm I'm happy that he'll go ahead and just pour us a nice blind taste test thing. You could, I mean, we're not ready to be, we're not ready for him to tell us yet, are we? No,
3: no. I'm going with the I'm going with the stout. Uh, lots of lot lots of coffee, uh, chocolate notes for sure.
0: It's not a lot of bitterness. It's pretty smooth on the back.
3: No, it I, really is. Goes I'm, down good. I'm trying to debate whether or not there's barrel. I. I'm not getting barrel.
2: I don't think... I'm getting a little bit. You think? Are you? I'm getting a little bit of the bourbon. I'm not necessarily getting, like, that oak, but... Yeah, I don't get the oak. I think there's a little bit of... Unless it's, like, a high ABV stout, but I don't... I'm getting maybe just a little bit of, like, a boozy bourbon in there. Okay. I would guess it's probably, like, an 8 or 9% bourbon barrel-aged
0: stout. I think I agree with the ABV. And totally on board with the ABV. Kind of be in the, you know... Not quite ten, but close to ten.
2: I'm I'm gonna go above ten.
0: This is why...
2: I like when you. St- and I think I'm allowed to do this since I don't actually know what they have, but. When we did our last blind taste test um i kind of knew what you had in your cellar evan and i was sitting there like okay i can't think of what he's got in his cellar to try to guess what this. was that oh that was the apple brandy. even though i would have yeah. been way wrong because i thought it was four percent lower than it was and i thought it was not barely you were you were
0: just rolodexing right through yeah. my cellar like okay oh, no, not
2: that not that not that not that and then we know dan was listening just loving every second of how wrong we were
3: yeah
1: i wondered if uh we could guess the abv after mark has another glass of it you know. I, I wouldn't count on Mark for that. <laughs> I, might,
3: <laughs> I might do a little bit better in, uh, in, in playing. I got, I almost got skunked. The... <laughs> did, did
1: you
0: did you get did you get zeroed? Almost. You, get, you
1: blanked. Uh, and it, I ended I kinda, up 21-9, uh, I think it yeah, was. So okay,
0: it, that's respectable. Yeah. For, respectable. Okay, playing mm-hmm. against the inventor, <laughs> and you being a noob. Noob, noob versus the uh, grand wizard. Yes. Yeah. the you have rankings, don't you? Uh, we
1: well, they're kind of jokingly rankings right now, but yes, I look to do that someday down the line. Uh, right now we we kind of just say, you know, poll, you know, a national poll and it was really, you know, four or five people voted on it <laughs> in a, one night of drinking.
0: <laughs> all good all good ideas come after a night of drinking. Yeah. That's how we decided to do this podcast. So see? That's right.
2: Chris, are you uh, are you a uh, a hustler and a baller at uh, DAGS?
1: <laughs> so when they say beat at your own game, I've been beat at my own game plenty of times, and it wasn't because I was hustling. Okay. Um, so it's one of those games you get a little streaky. You know, you, you find a rhythm, you find... Oh, yeah. You, you can put them a in. Bit of that muscle over. memory. Yeah. Yeah. And then because it's a, a dice, you know, six-sided, it's got some randomness to it. Yeah, so, for sure. You yeah. Know. And then... Um, as Mark saw, you get a little traffic out there. You know, the ones yep. that don't go in are out there for you to contend with, and then you got to navigate around those or you, you alter can start, your throw. You can
3: start seeing the, the strategy behind it of like, hey, I can like, I can position a block. You know, if he's if if I've if I've scored, maybe I throw a blocker out there mm-hmm. and, and keep him from. Uh, you know scoring as well so it,
1: yeah reminiscent of your bags play yeah, right? right you put one right in front of the hole if yep. if he's gonna put it in or he or she's gonna put it in you're gonna have to go through me right exactly
0: i feel like i'm getting a little bit more like oak as it's warming up a little bit more wood
2: yeah, I definitely am. Sorry, I was I was no, my no, no, nose no. was all the way in the cup, but I was uh, shaking my or nodding my head in agreement, but yeah. I, I totally am. Well, too. I think
0: yeah, I I'm glad we let it sit here for a little bit before we started drinking it because it really helps it open know, up get, a little. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think you swayed he, So, Evan swayed on the oak, comparison because originally you did not say, you said yeah. no I mean, oak. I, I, you said yeah. barrel, but
2: or um, Well, I
0: bourbon, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the the whole barrel, I think, is opened up. In my opinion, I, I'd be pretty surprised if this was not some kind of barrel aged out.
0: But it doesn't have a lot of the sweetness that I think a ton of you know bourbon right. barrels will, like that vanilla sweetness. I just get yeah. kind of wood.
2: I'm getting a little sweetness, almost like a. I think it's like the malty almost, sweetness, almost like, like a, a tr- cherry or plum or something on the nose. But I just think that's from like a. I get a chocolate malty Choc- and, and, I think that's and a, coffee. So, an imperial stout warmed up. I think I'm, it's I'm just kind of you get some of those little darker fruit notes. I'm still going to stick with non-barrel. All right. I mean, so what I was saying earlier, if I had to guess, and I still am, I, I think my mind just kind of pinpointed this, I think this is like Central Water's Peruvian morning. I mean, it, Ooh, that would be my Oh, interesting,
0: guess. which is I think it's bourbon barrel aged. Bourbon barrel aged stout coffee. With coffee.
2: And it, I don't know the ABV on that, but I want to say it's slightly under 10. And I I don't feel like this is over 10. Did you yeah. look at the menu? I did not. I well, promise you I you, did not. you're
0: probably and, just going on what has been available recently. Okay. I don't
2: know if that has been available recently. I thought they yeah. had Cassie and Sunset at one point in time. I know they get some yeah. central water sometimes, but okay. I would be mad at Phil if it is Peruvian morning because I really like it. And uh, usually he tells me when the good ones are on draft. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that uh, I did. I'm pretty sure I did see Calvin actually go to the tap. I mean, like, I can't read the tap wall from over here, but he definitely pulled it off. he didn't like pull a fast are we, one and like yeah. are we open sure? up a bottle. Should we look at the wall are, and try wait, to guess? Wait, wait, now. wait, real quick.
3: <laughs> are we
2: sure this is a stout?
0: No, I mean, I think be it a is. Porter?
2: Oh. I'm not sure of anything anymore based on my recent <laughs> uh, blind taste testing successes or lack thereof. Come, on, come I,
0: on, that's just a historical like, I think delineation there. There's not that a ton. Their, roastiness is one of the only characters that separates a stout from I'm gonna a I'm going to stick with stout.
1: I'm going to stick with stout, but I was just throwing it out there. So, you know, it's hard to see in the black glass, but you can see a little bit of froth on it, like on the top. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Kind of a uh, just a thin tan yeah. Uh, lacing,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, I'm going with a, a coffee stout, non barrel aged, weighing in at 11%. Whoa, out!
0: It kind of smells, I mean, it, it kind of, I don't. I feel like as it warms up, the coffee's fading a little bit, and I think I'm getting a little bit more of that sweetness that you were talking about. Can you read the wall from here? I cannot.
2: All right, guys. I think I already gave my guess. And All right, he gave Chris, his guess. I think I think Chris did too, unless you got yeah, any he, other. Uh, he was. New, you were. You were barrel you aged. Spoke, you spoke up uh, a little early about it. Should yeah. we get Phil over here?
0: Phil or Calvin? So. Yeah, we need to know. These these guys need to let us know. What
2: are we drinking?
0: What are we drinking? What do we got, Phil? What is He does he know? So
3: we're, we got a little uh, discrepancy here, so
0: Yeah, give him the headphones. Give him the headphones. Give him the headphones, guys. Yeah. All right, here this is Phil, Phil Colbertson. He's a uh, uh, bartender extraordinaire.
3: <laughs>
0: so Phil, I my guest. Self-proclaimed beer geek. Did my
3: you, my guess you? was a, a coffee stout, non barrel aged, eleven percent. Mm. Oh, you're way off! Dang it!
0: I thought it. I think it's got chocolate in it. I think I get a lot more chocolate, and I do get a little wood. So I believe it's got to be barrel aged. I probably guess that there's coffee, but sometimes you can get that with the malt.
3: None of you are gonna get this. It's All a, right. It's a weird beer. It's a little bit different. It is the uh, white oak imperial brown ale. Whoa. Okay. Brown ale.
0: Brown ale. So it's a brown. It's
3: imperial, so that's where you get in here a little bit.
0: The heat, the higher ABV. You're, you're higher
3: ABV. Um, it's got a lot of nice uh, nuttiness, but a little slight coffee a little bit of chocolatey taste to it. Uh, it's super good.
0: Yeah. What's, What's the it? ABV? Non
1: barrel aged.
0: 9%. Man, I was
1: oh. so, right on. Right on. So White Oaks, the brewery on it? Yeah. Where are, White they, for, where are they at? Uh, Bloomington Normal. Oh.
0: Yep. Non barrel aged. Non-barrel age. And no agile just I think, adjuncts, I think just they need, a, a, think they need a DAGS. Yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> I think we could
3: probably work that out. Brian's got to come in here and pick up his keg, so we'll talk to Brian. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. All
0: right, All right thanks, Will. Appreciate it.
1: Maybe yep. we trade it for some beer. I don't know. This is pretty damn good.
3: Man, so this is a brown ale. That got me.
0: But I, th- but I think we're pulling a lot of the stuff that I'm sure that the malts carry through with, which is the coffee, which is the um, um, chocolate. Oh. But it's just not as it's it. I guess you know it, it doesn't it so doesn't super coat the mouth. Non barrel age, though, correct? Non barrel yeah,
1: aged. Sure that's what he said. What was the APB? Small, small victory. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure saw that dance. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's been fun, guys. It's yeah, been fun. Good
1: times. All thank right. you, thank you guys for having me. Very much appreciate it. Well, look been forward fun. to listening to upcoming podcasts with you guys and maybe uh being on one shortly in the future as well yeah anytime oh yeah oh, this yeah. is fun quick guest appearance maybe i'll come back and show mark how it's done hey yeah, sure. we gotta
2: hey, ask him let's... his uh his four pack
0: oh yeah that's oh a... yeah that's another thing so all right um, quick well we yeah quick and this does not have to be you can you can say specific beers you can say just specific styles but kind of construct your ideal four pack. Oh boy! And nothing, um, nothing is off yeah. limits.
3: You guys really put me on and the spot here. And it doesn't. I mean, it can be one of the same thing too. I mean, a style or an actual
1: beer doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, so I mean, being so close to Wisconsin, you got to go with a New Glarus, you know. Nice. And it's summer, so you can drink. All day, spotted cow. I love spotted cow. I like yep. it, man. Nice. Nothing wrong with uh, that. You know, people call Yingling their their kind of Miller. If you live out that way, you, you know people don't really respect. I like Yingling. I, I really appreciate it. I Go down to Florida every once in a while. I like Yingling. Um. So we got spotted cow and
3: Yingling.
2: All right. All right. Good yeah. start.
1: I like, Solid. I like smittix Okay. It's smittix. a good go-to for me. Um, in Newcastle. Okay. Oh,
2: Newcastle Brown Ale. All
1: right. Yeah. So I'm kind of a, you know, if, I, if I'm going to drink all day, it's kind of on a lighter fare, you know, Yingling sure. or or um, the uh, Spotted Cow or kind of fit into that mold. And then Amber, if I'm, if I'm going to, you know, have four or five or something, something in that malty, brown, amber, somewhere in that range all right. is my go-to. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well done. Good combo. Um, cheers. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, see you Thanks for joining us, with, Chris. Yep. Cheers, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Talk to us. you next time. Cheers.
1: All right.